Hello, this is Nikda from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 27th of September. Two years after the 63 children died in Gorakhpur's BRD Medical College, Dr. Kafil Khan, who was accused of negligence in the case, has been freed of all the charges against him. Not just that, the investigation report also praised him for doing everything in his power to help save lives. It was in August 2017 that the children had died after an alleged shortage of oxygen in the government-run hospital. Khan, a paediatrician in the same hospital, was suspended and jailed for nine months after a criminal case of medical negligence, corruption and dereliction of duty was filed against him. Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath had denied that the deaths had occurred due to lack of oxygen and had blamed Dr. Khan instead. According to the inquiry report that has come after two years, no evidence of medical negligence and corruption has been found against Kafil Khan. The report establishes that Khan was neither in charge of the ward where the deaths had occurred, nor did he have anything to do with the storage, tendering, payments, orders, supply or arrangements of liquid oxygen at all. Less than two weeks ago, Yogi had reiterated his claim that the children did not die due to oxygen shortage. While talking about Khan's effort to procure oxygen, the chief minister had said, and I quote, it was drama and we are supposed to believe it, unquote. Khan has accused the government of suppressing the results of this report. He said, and I quote again, the report was filed in April, yet the chief minister keeps on blaming me for the deaths, unquote. Meanwhile, the real culprits responsible for the tragedy are yet to be identified by the government. A new controversy has erupted in the CBI. An officer of the investigating agency has written to the Prime Minister's office accusing a top officer of being involved in fake encounters of 14 people in Jharkhand. N.P. Mishra, a deputy superintendent of police, has alleged that A.K. Bhatnagar, a joint director in the CBI, was involved in these encounters and that he should be removed. Mishra said that the family members of the victim of the alleged encounter have already lodged a complaint. He also claimed Bhatnagar's alleged involvement in various corrupt practices, saying several people had even complained to the authorities about it. In his letter, Mishra says, and I quote, It is submitted that A.K. Bhatnagar, who is presently working as Joint Director CBI, is grossly involved in the fake encounter of 14 innocent people in Jharkhand. It is also learned that the related case is under investigation in the CBI-SCI branch. Unquote. Last year, Mishra had also accused three other CBI officers of corruption and manipulation of evidence in the murder case of a journalist in Chhattisgarh. The agency, however, had denied all the allegations. Actor Salman Khan failed to show up today at a Jodhpur court in Rajasthan. He was summoned in connection with the 1998 Black Buck poaching case. The actor had challenged his conviction order by a lower court that had given him a five-year jail term for killing two black bucks during a film shooting. The Jodhpur District and Sessions Court has now listed the matter for hearing on December 19th. Khan's counsel Nishant Bora contended that there was no need for the actor to appear before the court because the court did not specify it. The lawyer told the court about the Facebook death threat against Khan. The police said they are investigating the matter. Meanwhile, a former bodyguard of Salman Khan, Anas Qureshi, went batshit crazy on the streets of Muradabad yesterday. The bare-chested bodybuilder roughed up pedestrians and damaged cars with bricks. The many policemen who took him into custody had to use thick ropes and a fishing net to hold him down. A viral video of the incident shows hundreds of people along with the local police and a fire brigade team trying to control the man. 
Police reports say that he had consumed an overdose of steroids and lost his mind as a result. He was taken to the district hospital from where he was referred to Bareilly Mental Hospital. Just a few days after the over-the-top display of affection between Modi and Trump and Trump declaring Iran to be the greatest security threat facing peace-loving nations, Prime Minister Narendra Modi and Iranian President Hassan Rouhani met on the sidelines of the UN General Assembly in New York yesterday. In a statement, the Ministry of External Affairs said, and I quote, they specially mentioned the operationalization of Chabhar port and noted its importance as a gateway to and for the landlocked region of Afghanistan and Central Asia, unquote. The Chabhar port has been seen as a countermeasure to Pakistan developing the Gwadar port with investment from China. Last year, Iran Foreign Minister Javad Zarif had recommended their linking. In his meeting with the Iranian President, Prime Minister Modi declared India's support for giving priority to diplomacy, dialogue and confidence building in the interest of maintaining peace, security and stability in the Gulf region, which is of vital importance for India. The United Nations has announced that more than 60 countries, including Britain, France and Germany, said this week that they would try to reduce their net carbon emissions to zero. But the world's largest emitters, China, US and India, were not on the list. Apart from Britain, France and Germany, the rest of the 60 are small countries and have tiny carbon footprints. Yet, they are some of the worst affected by climate change, like Bahamas, the Maldives and the Marshall Islands. How the net zero goals will be achieved is a bit unclear. Some countries may use technological advances to capture carbon. This would allow them to continue drilling for oil and gas. Others could seek to offset their emissions by buying credits for green projects like tree planting programs. Britain is among the very few that have codified the net zero goal into law. Chile is working on a law that would make its net zero goal mandatory. Finland has said it will aim for carbon neutrality by 2035, while Norway is aiming for neutrality by 2030. Now for some homegrown stuff from Newslaundry.com. Since the armed insurgency broke out in 1989, journalists covering Kashmir have often had to negotiate tricky situations. Watch Madhu Trehan and her former Newstrack colleagues Manoj Raghavanshi and Alpana Kishore recount their past experiences on Newslaundry.com. If you like what you see, do consider subscribing to Newslaundry. We are a 100% ad-free news platform and we need your support to stay afloat. Go to www.newslaundry.com slash subscription and choose a plan of your choice. The cheapest one starts as low as 300 bucks. Pay to keep news free. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.